This is false and defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning. This podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm, which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. By this point in time, we are to August the 20th of 2021. The defendant has been sent four retraction letters by now, as well as 284 statements in a document called Request for Admission. My attorney sent this just to have her admit or deny that she made the statements so that it would save time in the legal process rather than having to say, well, here's the statement and her say, oh, I didn't say that. And then us having to bring out the video to show that she did say that these 284 requests for admissions, the first round of them were sent so that she could just admit or deny those statements. By this time, she knows that she is making false and defamatory claims. She has been notified over and over and over and over again. Again, she has been instructed by her attorney to not make these false and defamatory statements. She jokes about it in her videos, but she just keeps doing it. She also had just seemingly been to see someone in forensics. She had taken a picture, made a story, and she has also talked about it on a live video where she was selling clothes that she had been talking with some forensics people. There was some commentary on Gomi that she probably just had gone to that place and taken a picture of it in front of it just so that she could post the picture. She makes a story in response to that Gomi comment about her going there and just taking a picture. Just enjoy the view. (laughs) Oh, it's literally the best. Oh my God. You know, it's great when I don't have anxiety. You know what? I don't have anxiety. It's like day three. I guess I had a little bit last night, but not because I was like normal scared anxiety. I was really like to release everything, but Oh, it's so nice. You're still tugging. Oh my God, why did she go to the police station? She couldn't have gone to the police station. She probably went all the way there just to take a picture. That's what I did, you psychopath. (laughs) We about to see, huh? P.S. Google that address, sister. That's not a police station. It's called the Digital Forensics Lab of Fort Worth, Texas. But you know that. You just wouldn't put it out there because then everybody else would start asking questions and you'd have to come up with those answers. So in this story, she says, oh, you're still talking. She's referencing Gomi directly because on Gomi, they had made a comment or someone had made a comment that she had probably just gone to that place to take a picture in front of it. And then she says, oh, it's a digital forensics lab. In her sworn deposition, when asked if she had any evidence whatsoever of any of her claims, including me sabotaging her business, or she was asked specifically if she had any 
any forensic data um, that would support any of the claims that she made, she said no. So she's showing that she's going to this digital forensics lab and taking pictures there, making these story videos as if she's got some smoking gun and there are these people going to help her. Nothing was ever turned over ever. It couldn't possibly have been turned over because there is nothing. Once again, these are made up lies, but her thousands and thousands of followers don't know that. And that is the audience that she is playing to during this. So then on August 20th, 2021, sort of late in the evening, she makes a live video called Finding Me Again. And the entirety of this live video is dedicated to her talking about her fabricated campaign of lies and implying that she's got people that are going to help her now, even though she has said this in the past, but just furthering her false narrative. So I know it's late. I've literally thought about what I was going to say for like over an hour. This is going to be more of a me talk than us talk kind of thing. just want to tell you a little bit about what's going on in my life. That's why you're here, right? I'm like nervous and happy and just want you to log on and listen. And I'm not going to cry today because I have a really good makeup day and I don't care if I'm about to go to bed. I ain't going to run it. I just want to tell you guys so much stuff and I figure why not today? I know it's late. I'm so sorry about that. I definitely think it's worth it. So text your friends, tell them about to talk on Instagram and Facebook. And you know, when she starts talking, she doesn't stop. And here's the thing, the whole not talking thing, that is what has given me the most anxiety for the last year. It has literally, I mean, have you ever stood in a police station and cried your eyeballs out and been like, I just want to tell my friends on the internet what happened. You know, how stupid I sound to him, but so normal to me. That's the thing, it was giving me so, I was literally pulling over on the side of the road. I'm not gonna cry, I'm telling you. Cause I'm not sad, that's the thing, I'm not. But I have to document today. Had to document yesterday too. Today was the second day in 12 months where I feel like people have listened to me and not just listened. No, I'm not gonna cry, hold on. I'm literally, I'm having such good makeup day and I'm shallow enough to admit that that is very important to me. And I wanna take pictures after this video we're not on the app right now. We're only on Facebook and Instagram. And the reason we're only on those two is because I don't, I don't need this story hidden away. I don't need this video, this stuff I'm going to tell you, like hidden away somewhere where not everybody can see it. I want it out in the public where you can go get it if you have my app or if you don't, where you can just dial back and watch it again. If you ever forgot what I said or need to hear it again or, you know, need a little pick me up. I think this will do it. I had to go see these people and um, I had like all the regular normal appointments that moms have, like I had to go to the doctor, I had to go to the accountant, I had to go to run all these errands, go to the grocery store, I went out to eat with my family, all that stuff. I don't know how the day gets away so fast, but uh, I also met with some other people today and those people let me talk for a little while and they let me tell them what was going on in my life. And as I was telling them all the details of the crazy stuff that's going on in my life, like I heard myself saying stuff like, and I was so excited, you know? I was like, oh, my business is this and I do this. And I don't know, I think it was the first time I'd ever like said everything that happened from beginning to end. And I said it so quickly. It was like, I was there for less than, I mean, I was like in that particular person, those people's meetings for less than an hour and a half, I guess. And I managed to get every single thing out. And I was like, 
this is the second time in two days I feel like somebody's like listening to me who doesn't have skin in the game. Not an attorney, not a judge, not some friend I don't know if I can trust, not some friend who doesn't want me to have boundaries or wants me to have boundaries but doesn't want to be outside them. It was somebody who didn't know me from Adam, had never heard of my store. They just had no skin in the game. And it's so relieving to talk to somebody and get their feedback, whether it's negative or positive, who has no skin in the game, you know? Hug this lady as I was leaving today. And I don't even know if she wanted to hug me back. I didn't say no COVID or anything. I hugged her and she hugged me back. And she told me the exact same thing that I was told yesterday. And it basically, it was like, what you need to do next, you know? Just a couple days ago, I, um, I hate talking in vague terms. This is so freaking annoying. And I don't have to anymore because I'm scared. That's an important part of it. For a long time, I had to talk in all these vague sentences because, and I really, I said it out loud today. Like, am I scared? Is that what it was? I don't know. And like, honestly, if I was scared, if that is the like clinical psychological, psychological, like reason that I was that way for so long, like I'll give it to her, huh? them, both of them. You can have it. That was, it's okay. I'm not anymore though. And I think you get to that point where you just wake up one day and you're like, hell no. And I know you know that the whole time you're going through crazy stuff. Like when you just feel so defeated and so weak and like here I am remembering when I used to tell those two people in my life last year, like I'm so pathetic. I'm so weak. I don't know. Like sis, that wasn't weak. Like if you want to see weak, like come find me after 11 p.m. every night. Except for today, it's 11.15 and I'm not sad. I'm actually really excited. I am. As crazy as that sounds, because you know when you tell yourself something in your head, I have anxiety, sorry. When you tell, this is what it looks like if you want to know. My heart is beating really fast and I hold my hands together so I don't fidget. That's why people use like fidget spinners and stuff because anxiety like makes you feel all shaky inside really makes you feel mostly shaky, like in your chest, in your head, in your heart. But a panic attack will like make your arms feel electric. And I'm not having a panic attack. I just have anxiety, but it's okay. And not even bad anxiety. It's like so weird. I never had anxiety. You guys know I've always told you till the troll blog came around. It wasn't because of the troll blog. It was always because it was just so weird that people think I'm like the most important part of your day or in a negative way. Like I can see following someone to make you happy. Like I follow people all the time. All these years, I always thought it's so weird that so many people seem so mad at me on the internet. Like, I just don't get it. Like, they're not in my DMs. They're not in real life. People go on a cruise with me. Like, this is so weird. But also, you can't really care about that because you don't know any of those mean people because it never happens to your face. And I mean, sometimes it takes you like nine years to figure out that it's not some people. It's not real people. <laughs> sometimes it's just a single person multiple times. Maybe a couple people multiple times. But it's not that like... Oh God. And even as I'm telling you this, I just need you to know that physically the anxiety is disappeared from my body. I just need you to know that like physically the anxiety just walked away. And if you ever deal with anything like this, and I know so many people do like, I am okay to be the lesson because I know I'm like tough enough, you know? So she starts her video off. She is in her closet. She says, I'm here to tell you what's going on in my life. Even though she has already talked about this 
repeatedly over and over again since November of 2020. She also says, I know it's late. I'm so sorry, but text your friends and tell them that defendant is talking on a live video. So she is trying to, on purpose, increase the reach for this video. She says that she has anxiety and that not being able to talk has given her the most anxiety. Once again, she has continued to talk about this since she started. So I'm not really sure why she says that all the time, but she does. She says it all the time. Every time she makes some big announcement video where she's going to tell everybody what's going on, she talks about how she hasn't been able to talk about it. And now it just feels so good to finally be able to talk about it. She also says she doesn't want this video hidden away. She wants anybody to be able to see it, to come back and look at it at any time. She wants it out there in the public. She would go on to share this across every single social media platform she has. She wants people to see this video. She says that she's gone to see someone, and this is the second time in two days that she's talked to someone who doesn't have any skin in the game. And she is saying those kinds of things to make her story sound more believable. She's already made the stories that she had gone to some law enforcement. She had said that it was a forensic data lab. And so she is saying all of this to make her audience think that she really has legitimate law enforcement people looking into her issue to make herself sound more believable. She says that she's not scared anymore, I guess, to talk. She also says that she was able to tell her story from beginning to end in an hour and a half, and it felt so good just to finally be able to tell her story. And then she also frequently talks about how she's having anxiety and she never used to have anxiety before the troll blogs happened and that it was just so weird to her because why would there be so many people on the internet that didn't like her or were mean to her when that never happens in her real life? And she has said this before and that she's just so confused because everyone is so nice to her. Why would there be these people online that did not like her? And she blocks everyone who tries to say anything to her that might be remotely considered unfair favorable. And so if anyone wants to discuss how she has wronged them, because she has wronged a lot of people, they obviously have congregated in a location to be able to do that. It's not on her social media because she blocks them. She says that she never has those experiences in real life. And also she talks about how she's realized it's not a lot of people. It's just one person multiple times, or maybe even a couple of people multiple times. At this point, she has started looping in the two women that I had gotten messages from when this all started, because I was legally required to turn over any Facebook messages I had regarding this and any Instagram messages I had regarding this, text messages. And so one of the women had sent me a Facebook message and then Laura had sent me an Instagram message. So I had to turn those messages over. And so now instead of it just being me and H that are writing on these troll blogs, she is looping in these other people that had sent me these messages. Today at the very end, I told her, it's the only part that like makes me like get super cheery when I say every time when I'm talking about what happened is that I'm totally okay. I intentionally cannot grab one of these shirts and wipe my eyes because I don't need to give them anything to talk about other than this video tonight. So let me grab a tissue. Hold on. But I've already grabbed apparently like a shirt and a bathing suit bottom. It's so much better to read when you know who it is. You know, like I've had to literally read every day for 10 months and it is like oh man the the skin that it takes girl 
faux leather, two ply toilet paper, all the levels it takes. Holy cow. Some days I sit back and I'm like, holy like, girl, I do not feel bad about this castle at all. Because let me tell you, the fact that I still get my butt on the internet every day and sing praises for other people going through the shit I'm in, like, and having to read back all of it, it's like, it, it is torture. It is, I'm not going to lie, but it is worth it. And I always knew, like, it's going to, like, like, being tough, it's going to, like, pay off, you know? Like, it's going to be worth it. But you don't know what, like, the end goal is. You don't know what, like, end. There's no end. I know there'll be no end, and I'm totally okay with it. And that is so embarrassing for them on so many levels. Like, oh, don't worry. Me and my friends definitely will talk about you after this because this is freaking nuts. Back crazy. Holy cow. Would never believe it, but yes, they all would. Actually, they all told me, and I didn't want listen for so long holy cow i literally lost like the best employees in my life thank oh i can't even tell you all that right now because you're gonna hear from me girl about all that uh thank god for grace and second chances not for you guys but for me for sure it's just crazy so the last couple days like i don't know i had to handle things on my own terms so you know like I just did it at my own speed. And I asked everybody over the last two days, like, you think it's weird that it took me so long to like wake up? And they said, no, you've been through hell, girl. <laughs> no, but you've been through hell. And to go through it, you get to the other side. And y'all told me I would, and I did. And this is so annoying. I just want you to know if I was a dude, I'd probably not be crying right now. This is so annoying. Jesus, make it stop, please. It's so annoying. Do not mess up my makeup or my lashes. Oh, they're screwed now. <laughs> Anyways. Like, we all knew I was going to get to this point, you know? I mean, I did know all the time, kind of. There were days where I was like, actually, like, I can't even sit here and say those days, like, there was a thousand days. There wasn't a thousand days, but those couple days that it was were so intense. You, Your mind goes so many places. Like, I'm talking zero to, no, a hundred to zero in one second, you know? So, it doesn't have to be a lot of days. It can be, I mean, every day sucked. Don't get me wrong it did every day every day for sure i mean any day all the rest of the days for the next several months it's gonna suck and i have to tell you that because so many of you are messaging texting me today and you're so happy for me and i think you probably thought that we were at the end of the rope now we're not at the end of the rope now we're just at the part where i decide to tag in and stand up for myself so before that i what did my attorney say i was on the defense y'all did do this and i'm gonna talk about it as much as i damn well please to my internet friends that I thought y'all were, but you're not. So that's the thing. Like in America, you definitely get to talk about people behind their backs under false names on the internet. You're allowed to do that. Sucks. Makes you a real but you're allowed to do that. You're even allowed to get a job running the same person's company that you've been talking about or working for them as their TV holder or their clothing steamer or their graphic designer or their babysitter or their nanny or whatever you can do that you can be their dog walker you can be their dishwasher you can do that you can even continue to say whatever you want about them you can guide their lives you can give them advice you can tell them they can trust you you can infiltrate their lives isn't that what you said you can do that in america but you know what else is in america justice and eventually what's done in the dark will come to light and eventually those people that you hurt along the way if you don't break them all the way down 
And I know I'm crying, but you did not. I promise. Because I know better. If you don't break them all the way down, eventually they get back up. Eventually their tolerance level gets met. And I talk to you guys a lot about tolerance levels a lot of times. I think in relationships, especially marriage, tolerance is a huge deal to me. My tolerance level has been met several times in my marriage on several different occasions. And usually when they do, something drastic happens. I don't know. I'm not a subtle kind of girl, I guess is the word. I don't even know the word because I ain't that. <laughs> like, if you piss me off, I'm going to tell you. If he does something stupid, you are going to hear about it. So in this set of clips, she talks about intentionally she cannot grab a shirt or something like that and wipe her eyes. Again, she's responding to comments that have been made about her on Gomi. So she very much has this dialogue where she will read these comments and then she will make a story or reference it in a video and talk to these people that have made these comments as if they are me, which they have never been me. But this is a quite frequent thing. So whenever she says, oh, isn't that what you said? or they say this or you said this. I didn't say those things. She's just referencing the Gomi comments. She also says that it's so torturous for her to have to read all of this, but it's so much better once you know who it is. And obviously she's referencing that she thinks that it's me and or H and it just makes it so much better now that she knows who it is. She's figured out the mystery. She also says, and this is one of several times she will talk about this, that now she's going to stand up and fight back. She actually says that her attorney told her that all this time she's been on the defense. Well, she actually is on the defense in this lawsuit. She is the defendant. And so she is having to defend what she has said and what she has done. So that is an accurate statement. But now she says that she's going to start fighting back. And I'm not really sure what that means. Once again, when you are served with a lawsuit, you have to defend yourself. And so again, I'm not really sure what she is referring to, but she makes it sound like she's going to start taking action now. I would also like to note that at no point did the defendant ever file a counterclaim against me, nor did she ever appeal any decisions at any time. And so I guess potentially if I had to have an opinion about it, maybe her saying that she has visited these digital forensic people, that means that somehow she's fighting back now. I just don't know. And so any speculation is just that. It's just speculation. I'm just not sure. And then at one point she says, y'all did do this and she's not going to shut up talking about it. Once again, she has been served with four retraction letters and so far 284 statements in a request for admissions document. So she knows that she's saying these things. She knows that they are false and defamatory. But she is proclaiming once again that she is not going to shut up. She also says in America, you're able to talk about someone behind anonymous names. And that is a true statement. I do agree with her on that. You are allowed to provide commentary on any issue that you want to in the United States of America, as long as it's not false and defamatory, as long as it does not incite hate or it's hate speech, things like that. You are allowed allowed to have opinions and comment on those opinions, particularly if you're commenting about someone who is publicly posting their life on social media. So 
I completely agree with her on that. You are allowed to do that. I, however, was not doing that at this time, as she is alleging. She also says that you're allowed to get a job with them and even infiltrate their lives. And then she says, isn't that what you said? I once again, never said that. She is referencing a comment from Gomi. And then she says, in America, you can speak anonymously about things, but also in America, we do have justice. And once again, I agree with her. I agree with her wholeheartedly on those statements because what she has done is now being brought to light and there has been justice. That's just how it is. I've been living my life on the internet for a decade. I freaking love it. Today, when I was talking to one of those very important people, I got the biggest smile on my face when I said that I talked to my friends on the internet every day and somehow I've managed to turn it into a job. It's the weirdest freaking thing. I don't understand it, but then I totally get it. I just went out there and got the clothes for you and I just show them to you. And if you like my outfit, then you buy it. And then the rest of the day we spend like laughing and making fun of my husband. And I think for a long time, I thought, wait, that's not my job. My job is something else. And I don't know what that other thing is, but I don't enjoy it. I definitely wanted to have a boutique. I loved it. It was fun, like sweeping the floor and I was in charge of poopery in the bathroom and I got to decorate it however I wanted and no one could tell me if they didn't like my air fresheners and oh, it was the best time. I didn't want to do it forever. I just wanted to do it for a little while and we did. We made a lot of money, not as much as we did online, so we went back to online. If I didn't have to buy my building and my lease was still not up, my, my lease was up and or I had to buy the building at the same time. So obviously we didn't buy the building. That would have been dumb. There's not a lot of details about that part on the internet because most of those people that are writing it were, weren't around then. <laughs> at least weren't around in front of my face. They're in other cities, not in front of my building, not in my workplace. My friend said that one of them went to her in the warehouse and smacked herself in the head several times. And she said, I am a good person. I am a good person. And I always thought, Usually when you're a good person, you don't have to tell people that, you know, you don't have to like smack yourself in the face and beat it in your own head. Mm -mm. Some people just ain't. No matter how I want to sugarcoat it, you can put a velvet dress on a pig. It's still a pig. I'm not sad. I'm telling you like every now and again, like as I'm telling the story, like visually things will pop in my head, like being here so much with my dad and seizures in front of everybody and one time, one of them said, wasn't that crazy how I helped your dad? Remember, I told y'all this a long time ago. I thought it was weird as hell. Luckily, I told the police too, and I've told everybody this is part of the story since the very beginning. Crazy thing about my life is when I repeat it back to you, you can read it like it's off a piece of paper because I don't ever change any words in the story. They all stay the same because it's always true. It's that crazy. It don't need to be made up. And one time she said, wasn't it so great how much I helped you? With and I thought, that's the weirdest thing. That's the weirdest thing. Why'd you say something like that? I don't know. I mean, I'm thankful for that, but also I don't even know where you were in the room. I was never paying attention to that, but also who says it out loud? That's kind of weird. You know, there's a lot of those weird days and those weird days, they make you think you're crazy for sure. They make you think you're, they make your husband think you're crazy too. He told me to my face several times, what the hell, babe? What the hell? And I'm like, I know this is nuts. The last two days though, I finally got to talk to these people and they got to tell me things that they have, that they know. And as like soul crushing as it is, it's also like such a relief, you know? Like it's like a, a weight gets lifted, like permission to do what you know you needed to do from the beginning, but I had a lot of going on. My dad was dying. I had my house, I just moved here. I can't elaborate on that because I haven't told y'all those details. 
And because I haven't told you those details and I understand that I haven't told you all those details, I can't now tell you those details because as of right now, that card's still in my pocket. But I promise you, I'm going to tell you every single thing. You are going to know everything. You're going to know why I had the apartment. You're going to know, I mean, honey, there ain't a thing about my life. I don't, I care to not help be an example for you of how to wake up, look up, get, make boundaries. And I'm so thankful that I try to be a decent human, not good. That's just an opinion, but a decent human as much as I can. Sometimes I suck, don't get me wrong. I get so freaking annoyed when people do not. They break and before they get in the turn lane, that is so annoying. Or if they cut way in line when you're exiting and there's a ton of traffic, oh, I definitely yell. I mean, who are we kidding? I literally yell at my husband and my kid every single day too. But that like comes with the territory. Anyways, for a long time, I thought I was nuts. And I think that there's like sad takeaways from all this too. We'll talk about that another day. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to talk about all that. I don't want to discuss like the time I didn't get with my dad that you guys think I did. Um, I don't want to discuss that today because A, it's going to take away from the great mood that I'm in. And B, like I want to enjoy this day, this uh, season that I think I'm entering right now that is going to be everything that all y'all told me it would be. And I think as you move into that season, you have to accept that what happened may have been worse than you thought. And that's okay. I remember one time my friend Tracy said, I hate to tell you this, but she's involved more than you're given a credit for. And I said, no, uh, no, what? Uh, oh my gosh, no. Okay, that part does make me sad. I'm not gonna lie. Here's the thing though. Like things can still break your heart and be bad for you. Let me tell you, I'm on this camera right now, full aware, full aware that I'm being recorded, but I'm talking to my friends. And if you're not my friend, and if you're recording this because you're suing me for a million dollars right now, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to my friends. And I'm not scared to talk to my friends anymore. And part of me not being scared to talk to my friends anymore means that my business is going back to normal. My business that I do know how to run and that I am the boss of, and that I do get to make the decisions for, becomes exactly what I wanted it to be. It, oh God, I just love it. I love being there. I love these freaking clothes everywhere. I love, oh, I love all of it. I really do. I literally sat here tonight. Go look at my website right now. So she talks about how she has been living her life on the internet for over a decade and sharing all of her life and she somehow managed to turn it into a job. This is problematic because she has quite literally fabricated and perpetuated this false and defamatory campaign of lies in order to pad her pockets and make money. You cannot defame people for profit. You can't do that. So she's talking about all of this and saying that she's telling her story. None of her story has been verified by anyone, despite what she's trying to sell her audience right now, because it's all, once again, made up lies. But she uses her narrative to gain sympathy with people. We've already seen comments where people want to shop so that they can support her. But she is quite literally using this defamation for profit.
She also talks about when she had her store and that she would still have it if she didn't have to renew her lease or buy the building. And she said that a lot of those details weren't on the internet because those people weren't around or in the business at that time. I certainly wasn't there in the business at that time. However, H was. So her narrative doesn't even make sense because she's saying that no one would be able to know those details. But H worked for her off and on for six to seven years, including when she had that store. She also talks about H and says at one point that one of us had been in the warehouse talking with another employee and was banging themselves on the head saying that they are a good person. I actually don't know the actual truth behind that story. I'm not sure, but there she's trying to reference H or whatever her version of that is. And she says that some people just ain't. Some people aren't good people. And then she says this line, you can put a velvet dress on a pig and they're still a pig. And she is making a direct reference to H. When the defendant took H to her Inc. 5000 gala, the second year that she made the Inc. 5000 list, H wore a velvet dress. And later, someone commented about that line about the pig in the velvet dress. And the defendant commented back and said, emphasis on the velvet dress. So she knew exactly what she was doing and who she was referencing when she made that comment. She references the police once again to try and go towards her credibility. She also says this a lot. She says that her story never changes, which is interesting be because it does. Um, I mean, her lies and her allegations are similar, but she frequently changes the details about things all the time. But she does consistently say that her story never changes. She also kind of references that her husband may have been having a hard time believing all of this and how crazy it was. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's just it's just so nuts. She says that the people that she was talking to, they had an opportunity to tell her what they know. Once again, she is implying that these digital forensics people have some sort of evidence and they are presenting that to her. Nothing like that was ever turned over. There would be no evidence because there is none because these are fabricated lies. But she is once again saying this to where it makes it sound like she is telling the truth and her followers will think that she is credible. She also says that there are some details about something, I'm not sure what, that haven't been shared and she understands that she hasn't shared those details and that's still in her back pocket. But then in the very next breath, she's talking about how she shares everything on the internet and there's nothing that she doesn't share because she wants to be able to be an inspiration for people. So she's contradicting herself. She talks about how she shares everything. And then she'll try to say, well, I never shared that. So when the details wound up on the troll blogs, it had to be inside information. But she frequently will share something, not realize that she shared it or knows that she shared it and is just lying. I'm not really sure. And then when people provide commentary on it, she'll say, oh, well, that has to be inside information. She talks about that a friend was telling her, oh, she's more involved than you give her credit for. And here she's referencing H. And she says, that part does make me sad. And so she, in my opinion, has a little bit of an unnatural attachment with H. And so she talks about her frequently and how that part just devastates her. And in this narrative that she has fabricated, she's talked about that this had been going on for years. Once again, H was a child. She was a child when she met the defendant. So she's implying or not implying, she's outright saying that a child would have had to have been involved with this the whole time. 
and that her friend is saying that she's more involved than you're giving her credit for. H was a child whenever she met the defendant. At this point in time, whenever she's making this video, H is 23 years old. So the idea that she had spent some of her life by this point torturing this woman online and writing on troll blogs about her and feeding information to me and whatever else her narrative is, is just ridiculous. And it's also false and defamatory. Towards the end, she talks about how she knows that this video is being recorded, but she's talking to her friends. And so if you're recording this video and suing her for a million dollars, she's not talking to you. So she's referencing not only has she gotten now four retraction letters, 284 statements in requests for admissions, but she knows that her social media activity is being captured for this lawsuit. So she is making these videos and making these false and defamatory claims, knowing, knowing that it is being recorded, knowing that it is being captured for this lawsuit and knowing that it will be submitted into evidence. There's a thing, a big old black box that says video unavailable. Cause you know what I did? I made it where my videos will now play on the very front of my website. I got to figure out how to make that box go away. But for the most part, I'm pretty freaking excited. Cause it took me about an hour and a half tonight, but I went on the website and I made it exactly what I want. One of them used to tell me all the time, you're too pretty. So I put my face all over it. Use really good filters and presets too. I look super hot in like every single picture too. Go look. Hi babe. I'm just telling them about how I met people this week who helped wake me up. So one thing I'll tell you, if you're just now jumping on the video, I probably don't, I never made a video in my life. I would probably more encourage you to rewind and watch from the very beginning. I should figure out a way to embed it onto my website. I'd do that too. And the thing is like, you can feel like I feel right now, like on this wave of like relief, I guess is a good way to put it. And then still be like terrified. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I'm inside my bathroom right now. Is it like scary to walk around my house at night? Cause it's all glass in the back. Absolutely. Does that suck? Does it feel like just moved into this castle and I can't enjoy it. Yeah, it sucks, but I'll get over it in my castle in my princess bed with my marble floors. Mmm, feels good to smile and mean it. Now I have to do things I did not want to do. Mm, never, but I also never been so confident that that's what I need to do. And it sucks. It sucks so bad. Oh my God, the years down the pisser. It sucks so bad, honestly. And it sucks that I'm up to bust my working this whole holiday season just so I can pay someone to yell for me and then I'm telling the truth and to uh really I mean ultimately it's gonna go nowhere there ain't nothing to get you sue me for a million and I have it you're just not gonna get it sister that's why you ain't got it yet that's why I haven't told my insurance company because I'm not settling I'm not your old boss that you did that to I'm not doing that honey and I would love for you to play this video in court so they can see that my story didn't change even however many months from now what this month is august i think our trial set for january the craziest thing is telling me to shut up and not talk about it on the internet don't help you because if you do that then then i stop saying stuff and then you don't have any reason huh i think you know we'll never make it that far unfortunately i really wondered how they're gonna find 12 women in dfw that don't know about I know that sounds like not humble, but like, I feel like it's just a name you hear once on Facebook and it just scrolls past your brain. And I've been around a decade, sis, even if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like, I think I heard of that, you know, but I don't know. It won't get that far, unfortunately for me, because I would love to sit in front of 12 logical people. Even if you're not logical, just give me 12 breathing humans. You don't have to love Jesus. I, I just want to talk to you. And let me just tell you what happened. I'll do it with my eyes closed, no paper, no nothing, no spiral. I don't need no notes. You ain't got to give me a pen. Just tell me where you want me to start. But I'll be if you're going to keep me from my internet friends. That's just not going to happen because that's like my happy place. It's what makes me the most happy in the whole world. Not selling stuff, 
but talking to people on the internet, my friends, they are my friends. They come to my house. If they don't come here, we FaceTime. If we don't FaceTime, we DM. If we don't DM, we comment. If we don't comment, we like. They are my friends. In the beginning of this clip, she talks about how one of them used to tell her that she was too pretty. She's referencing a conversation, a single conversation that she and I had where she was talking about customer retention and trying to figure out why there may be some people not following her and why she may not be as relatable. And what I said to her is when you started out, you were wearing a larger size and then since all of her success, she had had some plastic surgery done, which is fine. There's no problem with that. I was just trying to let her know you may be a little less relatable because you've had some procedures done that perhaps everybody can't afford. And so she had had quite a bit of work done and really had crafted the body that she liked. And it just may not have been relatable to some of the people that she used to be relatable for. And she was at this time wearing a size small, whereas when she started, she had worn a larger size, I want to say a 12 or a 14. And she was truly marketing to that group of women that were that size and she couldn't do that anymore. And so that's what she's referencing. And I'm not really sure what she's trying to make that into, but uh, that's the conversation that she is talking about. She also says that she has never made a video more in her life that she would encourage people to go back and watch from the beginning. She knows that she is making this. She knows that it's public and she wants people to see it. She actually talks about embedding it on her website. She did, in fact, embed this video on her website for some time. So not only did she share it across all social media platforms that she had access to, she also did embed this into her website on the front page. You didn't even have to scroll to see it. At one point, she claims that she is scared to walk around her house because the back of her house is all glass. And she would make comments like this about how she was terrified and that she would be terrorized and she was scared. And then she would make a post or a story and tag her location or tell people where she was going to be. So her narrative just really never added up. Either you're scared and you're afraid that people are coming for you or you're tagging your location because that kind of thing doesn't bother you. So you can't have it both ways. And she said now she has to work this entire holiday season to pay for someone to yell for her. I'm assuming she's referencing her attorney. And then she says how this is really going to go nowhere and that she hasn't told her insurance company about it, which in another video, she has talked about that she called her insurance company and told them about this and told them not to pay it. Or she said they said they're not paying it. So now she's saying she hasn't told them. Once again, there are constant contradictions, despite her saying that her story never changes. She also makes a very famous line that says, you sue me for a million and I have it. You're just not getting it. And that piece was played for the jury because she quite frequently will walk around this large home that she had built. She's very proud of it and talk about her bougie princess castle and sort of brag about her possessions. And so here she was doing that again, saying, I have a million dollars. You're just not going to get it. She references my former business partner. She actually says your old boss. Once again, it, it, it was my business partner. And she is referencing the lawsuit that I had with her. So once again, had nothing to do with anything like this whatsoever. It was just a civil disagreement that we solved through mediation with attorneys. And she's using that to weaponize 
that situation and try to give herself extra credibility about the fact that I'm also suing her. She actually says she would love for this video to be played in court. Um, her wish did come true. There were several portions of this video that were in fact played in court. She also talks about that we are in August right now and our trial is set for January. So she knows full well that our trial was set for a few months from the time that she made this video. And then she says, the crazy thing is you keep asking me to stop talking, but if I stop talking, then you wouldn't have any reason for all this. I'm not really sure what she means by that. She did add daily to the evidence that we had in this case because she refused to stop talking. But even if she would have stopped talking at that time, the lawsuit still would have proceeded. There was still hundreds of hours of video of defamation just by this point. Now, if she had decided to retract all of those prior statements, then she could have used that for a defense and potentially stopped the lawsuit if she would have agreed to retract everything and that kind of thing. But if she would have retracted everything and stopped talking and apologized and all of these other things, it's there's a potential that it wouldn't have gone forward. But if she would just would have stopped at that point, that doesn't mean that the lawsuit doesn't keep going. So I'm not sure what she meant by that. She said again that it's never going to make it that far, meaning that we're never going to get to trial. And then she said that she doesn't even know how we would find 12 women in our area, in the DFW area that hasn't heard of her business, but that she hopes that we get to trial so that she can sit there and tell her story in front of a jury. She said she would tell it with her eyes closed. She wouldn't even need a pen. She wouldn't need a paper, but she would just be able to sit there and tell the jury what had happened to her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I wasn't so stubborn. You would have got it if I was not so stubborn. I think at one point my my attorney's like, if you just let your insurance company handle it, like they'll pay for everything. No, no, we are not. That is the opposite of what we're doing. Absolutely not. We don't do that. We don't reward. No, we don't do that. We're not doing that. I'll have a lemonade stand before I do that. I'll sell everything I own. I won't. You know why? Because I'm not lying. And I spent the last decade of my life trying to be good to other women, not. I suck as a wife. We argue all the time. He drives me freaking nuts. He's annoying as hell. Also, he's so cute, so nice, and so easy and fun. My tolerance level. Sometimes he reaches it. Yeah. He's my punching bag. He's who I talk like to. He's who I'm the meanest person in the world to, for sure. But not other chicks. I just don't do that. Like, I'm scatterbrained. I'm always late to everything. Oh, I'm so annoying. I literally annoy myself. I'm super extra sometimes. And then sometimes I'm like as trashy as it gets. I am, but I never try to be mean to other chicks. It just doesn't happen. That's why when we're sitting at the police station that time and, the, I, and, and one of them looked over at her mom and said, never knew she didn't like her. She's never mean to her. That's why to this day I sit here and I'm like, I don't understand. How do we get to this spot? Like, don't you think one of them would have sent a text by now and said, hey, I didn't do that. I didn't do what you think I did. That wasn't me. I didn't get that message. 
I have three cell phone numbers, three phones. They all work. One starts with 214. Two start with 214. One starts with 817. That first one that starts with 214 is the same number that used to show up on your receipts on PayPal.com because I was dumb and didn't know any better. <laughs> people start calling my cell phone all the time. And then I kind of didn't mind because it was cool. I get to meet people all over the country. A lot of people I met just by calling them from my business. Now they're in my will and I love them to death. So it's kind of crazy. Uh, my very best friends in the whole world I met in this business. So many other people. I'm not leaving anybody out, but I don't want to go down the list because I know Captain Crazy probably writing them down so she can talk about whoever I didn't say. So I'll just stop right there. And there's a lot of really important ones I didn't say. Like sometimes it's gross and sometimes it's funny. I think it's like a roller coaster, you know? Like some days I'm like, come on guys. And then sometimes I'm not gonna lie, it freaking sucks. It really does. I mean, most of the time, honestly, it sucks. Especially reading this stuff about my dad and like the chemo and the choices I made that I, I never talked about. And the crazy thing was I thought like I couldn't tell y'all about it because if I told y'all all this stuff that is happening and how it happened and stuff, then that meant like, I don't know, that the justice wasn't going to be served. But turns out that's not true at all because all the things that were happening really did happen. So justice doesn't not get served because you do tell the truth, you know? And then I thought, well, if I have to go say something in public jury and I'm in a public room in front of all these people, like... Isn't that the same thing as what I'm doing right now? And it is. And so I just remember in the very beginning, I said the worst thing you could say, like the biggest insult to somebody like that, I guess that you would say is you are so stupid. Let me look so clearly so you know that I'm talking to you. You are so stupid to think that I have been through all of this so far in my life and that we would get to this end and I would just lay down and take it forever. Like I did lay down and take it for a long time. Oh my God. And yes, if you call it a win, then I had to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on stuff that I never should have, including like, well, you know what those things are. We don't have to hash those out yet, but we'll be back and we'll discuss those internet friends. Don't worry. But it's okay. Cause you know, my brother told me people who know how to make money, don't worry about it. And I don't, I don't have friends who have money or I don't have poor friends. I don't know. We don't ever talk about it. It's, that's like, it's not even taboo. It's just not something we all care about. My friends literally don't give a shit that I live in this house. They don't. <laughs> and I do not care where you live either. Wherever it is, I'm happy. Let's go. Literally, it don't matter what it is. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm so thankful for my internet friends. Because this whole time, you guys were the ones that I wanted to talk to. That I wanted to tell. I even wrote notes. No joke. And the whole time, y'all are the ones telling me, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, they don't even know. Like, you don't even know the truth. You don't even know all the details. I literally promise you do not know 50%. Like, it'll blow your mind crazy. I'm, sis, whew. One time somebody said, this is the strangest thing. I said, try living it. This is nuts. Are you kidding? This is crazy stuff. But also, <laughs> like, what? You've got to be kidding me. And you know what I feel worse for? I lost my photographer, my plus-size model, my operations manager, and my assistant all in the same day. And I ain't got a clue why and you don't need to feel bad for me <laughs> because neither one of us have a reason i don't know i like a couple of them i don't know what happened but it's got to be like that i guess i don't know <sighs> and at the time that it happened i was like at my lowest yeah you could say that for sure eh. i think i hit it again like around march and then in may when my dad was gone but honestly my dad being gone was probably not even the lowest because at least with my dad, like I knew he was honest and sincere and loved me back and didn't lie to my face. And he was happy now, you know, like he gets to go to heaven. That's gotta be great. Y'all don't, y'all know a thing about that because there's no room up there, honey. Whew. No, I shouldn't say that. Sorry, Lord, you don't, I did not mean that. I should not say that. 
there's room, but please stay on the other end of the room, far on the other side. I know people can change, but I don't want to test anything. Stay over there. And I forgave y'all the minute I found out because like I said a long time ago, God does not need to spend any amount of energy on me and fixing my heart or anything like that. He has a lot of work to do over there. So in this video, she also once again references uh, You Almost Got Me. She has said multiple times that she has had thoughts of self-harm. And I do want to be sensitive to that. I cannot speculate on whether or not she actually had those thoughts. I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm sure someone experiencing anxiety and depression and, you know, hard times might have those thoughts. But she brings this up frequently when she talks about her campaign of lies and does garner a lot of sympathy from her followers about that. So once again, she's referencing that in this video. She also says that her attorney told her that she should just let her insurance company handle it. And she is adamant they are not going to do that. This is just a customary thing. So this is a civil matter and it is considered somewhat of a personal injury because it's defamation and injures your character, your reputation. It also did cause me physical injury. And and that is a customary thing that the attorneys do right off the bat. Many homeowners insurance policies have something in there to where if you're ever sued for defamation, it, it will cover that up to a certain amount. And so I didn't know that before this process. <laughs> and it wasn't even my call or I wasn't even notified that my attorneys were doing that. But she tries to often reference that as like, I was just trying to be greedy and get her insurance money. But that's just a standard thing that attorneys do in a case like this. She also says that she will sell lemonade and she makes this reference more than once. And it is a direct reference to me because my boys did have that lemonade business. And so she likes to just throw those little things in there just to let me know that she knows those details about me and that she will make reference to them. She also says that she really tries so hard to be nice to other chicks and that she's not really nice to her husband or her son, but that she is nice to other chicks. And she's never gotten a text from H or I that has said like, hey, I didn't do that. That text never came. And watching that, I honestly am so mind blown because, okay, I agree. No, you never got a text from either of us saying we didn't do this. However, you were served with a lawsuit saying your claims are false and defamatory. You were served by this point with four different retraction letters and 284 requests for admission saying that these statements are false and defamatory. So she's trying to make it sound like we've never denied these things, but in maybe not in a text message, but in actual legal documents. And by the way, that's just my legal team. I have no earthly idea what H's legal team had served her at this point. That's just for my portion of it. And so she's saying, I've never, you know, you've never told me that you didn't do it. Yes. Yes, I have repeatedly through my attorney over and over again. And so it's a little bit maddening to watch that back now. She references a name that she calls me often Captain Crazy profanity and says that there was comments about her dad's chemo, implying that there had been comments on Gomi about her father's chemo that 
she did not share the details. I'm really not sure what she's talking about, but also I didn't really know a lot of those details other than what she shared on social media because I was running the business. And so she likes to say those kinds of things and how details were shared and it had to be inside information, but I didn't know that information. So perhaps she's implying that H had told me that. I'm not really sure, but H truly did have a relationship with the defendant's father. She truly did care about him. She truly did try to help him. And so the idea that she would have been trying to feed someone information so that they could torment the defendant online is it's pretty far-fetched and it's it's pretty awful. She talks about justice being served and she has been afraid to talk, but speaking in front of a jury is the same thing as she's doing now. So essentially, why not? In fact, it's not the same. So typically when you are involved in legal proceedings, you wouldn't talk about it at all not with your friends, not on social media. And the only place to talk about it is in front of the jury. But she's trying to make it sound like her talking on her social media is the same thing as talking in front of a jury. And she has shown time and again, she does not respect the law. She does not respect the legal system. Doesn't matter what she is told she can or cannot do. She is going to do what she wants to do because her only court that she cares about is her court of public opinion by her followers. That's the only thing that she cares about. She also talks about the comment again, where she, in one of the very early videos says, you're so stupid. And so here she says it again. And she says, let me look into the camera directly. So you'll know. And she's actually filming on, it seems like two different devices because she looks one direction and says that, and one looks another direction and says that to make sure that I know that she is talking directly to me. She also said that she had been thinking about what she was going to say in this video and had even written notes down about what she wanted to say. So this is a calculated strategic move. She had written these things down and made this live video on purpose, wants people to share it on purpose to increase the reach of her false and defamatory claims. She also said that she lost her photographer, her plus size model, her operations manager, and her assistant all in the same day. That's not true. So I quit on September 2nd of 2020. And at that time, all of those people were still working for her. And arguably, they would have continued working for her until she created and perpetuated the campaign of lies in November. I know now that it started privately in like late October. She first approached H with it the week of, I believe, November 3rd. She had H meet her at the police station on November 6th. It was said in the police report that she called and let them know that she fired H on November the 7th or the 8th that weekend. And so she's trying to loop all of this again, rewriting history with her narrative that everyone just, you know, it was a big conspiracy and we up and left the same day, but that's not actually what happened. Then at the end, she talks about how her dad is in heaven now, but that I don't need to worry about that. There's not room up there for myself and H. And then she corrects herself and says, oh no, forgive me, Lord. And then she says how she, she's made this comment before, how she has already forgiven H and I the moment that she found out because God doesn't need to work on her heart at all just hours, seemingly, that she's good and he doesn't need to spend, I think she said, any amount of energy on her, I guess, that he would just need to spend time on us. Making all the changes on the website, which I love, by the way. One of the things, like I said, when she came over one time and told me I was too pretty, which is so weird to say, because if I take these lashes off and this filter off this video, I'm telling you, it's a hot mess express under there. 
Ooh, it is rough. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, God, I've been so, such a saint. <laughs> but other days I'm like, oh my God, girl. Like all the pictures on my website, oh, so pretty. Best weather, best hair day, best filters. It was the best. I turned my review notifications on. I wrote like random notes over here while I was doing stuff on the website that I wanted to share with y'all. So I'm going to read you some of those and I'm going to tell you why. I turned my review notifications on because instead of being afraid of what people think about me or my business, I want to be encouraged by it. And let me tell you, it feels so good to see five stars, five stars, five stars come in my email box every day. And honestly, when it's not five stars, it's nice too, because then you know what you did wrong or what you can do better. Thank you for telling me that um, the box was four stars and that we need to not have so many addresses. You're right. There's a dress in this month's box next week. Next month, it's not. And the next month, it's not either. And the next month. And November, I'll probably put a dress in there too because there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. But there's a ton of stuff in that box. So that's the one you have to get this year for sure. You are watching me walk through this. Yes, you are. I wrote that down earlier. I, cause sometimes I walk around and I'm like, isn't it crazy that they're literally watching me? Like we're not to the point where like I'm at the success story side. We're not in the after form yet. We're not even in the before. We're in the middle, you know? And so it's so crazy to me cause we've been together on this internet thing for literally 10 years, you know? I applied for my business license October of 2011. And I think I got so wrapped up in all my life that I'd forgot that. It is a little bit weird that like, when I go to market, even the vendors, they know all about this stuff. You know, they've even met those people and they're like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe this. And it's just crazy. And I know it is crazy. You don't, there's nothing really you can say to that. You know, what do you say? Like, oh, just wait. There's another half of this. Like, it's just nuts. Yeah. And I do feel bad sometimes for the people that aren't in my life anymore that I don't get to see because of this. Mainly my old photographer is a freaking lover, but also I ain't going to lie. It's nice. <laughs> I'm to spend all that money and get to use an iPhone and still sell out of a leather skirt on the internet. You guys, my store was on the Inc. 5000 list for the fastest growing companies in America the last two years right before the pandemic. And it wasn't the pandemic that slowed my business down. It was me and the people in it. And this has allowed me to go back to people who I had to apologize to. And let me tell you what, it's weird when you're like usually a really good human to other women. And then you have to go apologize to some because you were stupid and listened. It's humbling. It don't hurt my feelings. It doesn't, it wasn't embarrassing. It was more like, oh my God, thank God for grace. You know, this is the example that I needed, you know, and it sucks. And then we probably could have gone a different route that was a lot less invasive and terrorizing, but it's okay. There's always a message out of the mess and I know what mine will be. And I know that like I told that lady today, I have to get through this to tell people that they can too. Because somebody, whoever's next after me, because there will be a next. Because, I mean, like, hello, I, I was not the first. <laughs> oh my God, the freakiest stuff in the world too. And I can say that on camera because it's freaking true. Oh my God, you loony tune. Okay, that's an opinion. I might get in trouble for that. Might be talking about a cartoon, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I thank God that I, he at least got me he at least let me wake up every day with my dad, even though days were so crazy. It was so hard to listen to what I was hearing and then deal with my dad and try to keep work going and try to answer a million questions from a million people. And, and then after, uh, what November, I guess, starting my business over from scratch, like literally everything I got to shoot it. I got to put it up. I got to design the graphics and make the emails, post the stuff on social media, but also I love that. Shit. I'm a kid. And that's like my favorite part doing everything. I love it. I do. 
So I just took away the expectation, but I didn't do that till today. Maybe partly yesterday. It took me that long. Take the expectation away and just say, if you want your business how it used to be when you enjoyed it the most, then you need to make it that way. I think I'm finally at a place where like, I'm ready to get up and straighten my, I was gonna say my pleather skirt, but we could say crown too. And go out there and remind them who they are playing with here. Honey, no. Mm -mm. I can't say I've been through worse shit. I don't know. I don't think I have, honestly. This is it. And if this is the trophy you want, that's fine. But mine don't look like this. It's going to be really hard. And I'm going to cry other days. And other days I'm going to be like, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to read it. It's horrible. But you don't really have a choice. And I'm thankful that instead of revenge, I don't want that. I want to be able to go to sleep at night and know that this won't happen to somebody after me. Or at least that I was able to warn you to look for the things that I did not look for or that I chose to ignore. So this does not happen to you because should you not be as thick skinned as me, I cannot guarantee <sighs> it will be so nice to get back to my normal sassy self. It really will. I literally can't wait. I mean, I really, I'm not gonna, like I had to, I had to think, and I say had to like, like a light bulb change. Yes, I mean, not like a light bulb change, that definitely might happen, but I say had to like, like somebody unlocked a key between yesterday and today that didn't actually happen, you know? I knew that everything I said would be taken out of context. So we'll just put this disclaimer. I'll keep these videos up forever, don't worry. Uh, anything I say um, going forwards or backwards from today is for entertainment purposes only and should not be taken seriously. Anyways, internet friends, back to the subject. It's almost relieving to know what's going on, to like really know what's going on because I don't know, it just hits different. Like, you know, when you know, I think for a long time I never read the crazy stuff because I didn't know who it was and I didn't care and it wasn't true, so it didn't matter. But then when you, you know who it is and you find out and then you're like, well, it, let me start over. Then when you know in your head who it is, it hurts your feelings for sure. But then when you really know who it is and it's those same people and there's no, you know, just, no doubt to cast in your mind it almost makes it like that's where the roller coaster kicks in you're like mad and sad and i don't know it's like in the same day you can feel five different emotions because you're just like is this really happening yes it is okay let's just ride it out like sometimes i'm laughing at it and sometimes i'm crying at it and sometimes i'm just like really oh my god that's what you said like you have to be that person for the rest of your life who said those things that's awful and like even the ones who think that i don't know i do know and like you're some people have kids and they say mean things about people on the internet and they have daughters and sons and they are in positions that you would never think they would say stuff like that. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's just gross, you know, but that's okay. Cause I, I'm not really worried about y'all. I just think like that's so cowardly and also get away from me. But I am worried about the whole, like doing this to somebody else after me. Cause it already happened before me. And I'm gonna say that a thousand million times because it's disgusting. And you told me out of your own mouth. So it's not a lie. So she begins this clip by talking again about how there wasn't a time that I had told her that she was too pretty. That's when we were talking about being relatable and I had referenced all of the plastic surgery that she had had. And then she reads a comment from one of the followers who says, we're watching you walk through this. And so she feels this connection with her internet friends that she talks about frequently as if almost like she owes them or she tells them everything that's going on in her life because they're 
her friends and they just know everything. And then again, she'll talk about how she doesn't understand how some of the things in her life have made it on the internet when she makes it clear over and over again that she shares everything with her internet friends all the time. She talks about going to market and talking to vendors and the vendors know about this and are saying, I'm so sorry. So not only does she tell her internet friends, she's talked about people at the bank, she's talked about vendors before. She is quite literally telling this false and defamatory narrative to everyone, including in the industry, in the wholesale vendor space. These are vendors that I knew and had worked with before. And so she is telling people on her own social media, but she's also telling people professionally that I had worked with before in business. And then she makes a comment about how the pandemic didn't slow her business down. It was the people in it. I have talked before how I repeatedly was trying to run a smooth business for her and would try to get her to do things to move the business in the right direction. And so this again is her claiming that I was somehow trying to sabotage her business when in fact I quite literally was trying to do the opposite. I was trying so hard to get her business moving in the right direction. She talks about how that she has had to go back and apologize to people that she had listened to, I guess myself or H about what she's referencing here specifically as one of her prior employees, the one that whenever I first had dinner with her in November of 2018, that she was complaining about. And I had worked with that girl at the market and had observed some very favorable qualities. And I was trying to talk to the defendant about them, but she ended up complaining about them. And later they parted ways. And so she's trying to blame the fact that they had parted ways on me or possibly H. I'm really not sure. But the reality is she's the one that was saying unfavorable things about that girl. She says that she has to get through this so that she can turn her mess into a message because there was someone before me. Again, she's referencing my prior business partner. And the only commonality that she has with my prior business partner is that I have actually sued them both. But the things that she is accusing me of, she tries to make it sound like that I had done this before and my business, my ex-business partner had confirmed that and none of that is true. So while she is taking a small portion of the truth in that, yes, I did sue my prior business partner and yes, I am suing her, she's trying to make that into something that it's definitely not. At one point, she says she's going to stand up and straighten her crown or her pleather skirt and let them know who they're dealing with. Once again, when you're served with a lawsuit, you do have to defend yourself. So it's not like a noble decision that she's made. And so I'm really not sure what she means by that. She she has to defend herself or my attorneys would file a motion for summary judgment and the judge would decide the outcome. She says she doesn't want revenge, that she just wants to go to sleep at night knowing that this will never happen to someone else because it happened to someone before her. Once again, referencing my prior lawsuit with my prior business partner, it was just simply over a breach of contract. She also says that her statements have been taken out of context and tries to say anything I've said before today or after today is strictly for entertainment purposes. And that's not how this works. And I can understand if someone takes a statement or two or even 10 out of context. But once again, by this point, she had been served with four retraction letters and 284 requests for admission by the state. You cannot take 284 statements out of context when they all are saying the same thing. So she's trying to make it, oh, this is just my opinion or it's just for entertainment purposes. You can't make false and defamatory statements for months on end, 284 statements worth, and then say, oh, it was it was just for entertainment. That's 
That's not how that works. Then she says, when you really know who it is and that person has kids and she even says has a daughter and a son or sons or something like that, that it really just blows your mind. And that's a direct reference to me because I do have children. H does not have children. And so she is claiming that I have children like I should know better. But in fact, I haven't done any of the things that she is saying. And she is actively and constantly and publicly defaming me over and over and over again, and then saying that I should essentially be ashamed of myself because I have children and I should not be doing this. Then she says, again, I'm worried about this happening again because this has happened before and it's disgusting. And you told me that out of your own mouth and that that it's true. I did tell her out of my own mouth that I had sued my prior business partner and I had told her that it was a breach of contract. I did tell her that. But again, she is trying to take that small bit of truth that I had been in a prior lawsuit and that I had told her that I was in a prior lawsuit as that I've confessed to these things before and that I'm now doing the same thing to her. And that's not the case. But her followers don't know those details. And so they are thinking, oh, this just adds to the credibility and the believability because she's done this before and even confessed to it before. And that's just not the case. This is the best part. I never had to lie to my dad. I never have lied to my dad. Never had to say I didn't do something. One time one of them told me her dad asked her if she was a troll. I'm like, my daddy never has asked me that in his life. He literally, he would fall on a sword to tell you I would never talk about someone on the internet. I swear, I promise. I've never done that in my life. I never would do that. And I know those little trolls on the internet sure do think I get on there and defend myself, but I don't, homie, I promise. If I did, I would still be typing. I'll make videos. I don't need it. I, typing hurts my fingers. And you know I don't like pictures. I'll just make videos. That's kind of my thing. But if you want to know what I think, I usually like film my life every single day, which has come in very good handy lately, I have to tell you. Being able to hop in my archives and scroll right back to the exact day has been mind-blowing for all this. So all those times that I had my camera out that I was like, why do I record every moment of my life? Like sometimes I annoy myself. Well, now you know. So I'm gonna stop asking myself, was it worth it? I'm gonna stop asking myself why. I know why, one of them, just for money. That's it. My insurance company's not gonna pay you and neither am I. You want me to spell it for you? N-O, no, zero percent. Listen, a guilty person would've already would have not kept paying this long. Like I got to go to work to pay these attorneys. I'm not rich y'all. <laughs> you know that <laughs> they like to say that all the time. Like I tell people I'm rich. Like that's the one thing I never do. Cause trust me, you will know when I'm rich. Oh my God. I will tell y'all. Also, I don't think it exists. Rich is like an opinion, isn't it? I mean like when common sense, I don't know. I know everybody tells me like the last two days, like this would have been over a long time ago if you would have just fought back. I know guys. But I couldn't, I wasn't there. I couldn't, I wasn't ready. I just wasn't. When you go through stuff like this, like, and you have these people that are like terrorizing you in your own life, you, even if you respect them, like, you don't know who to trust. You know, you go from like, but you go from like trusting everybody to trusting nobody. You know, it's called a cognitive distortion, it's called black or white. This is the best job in the whole world. Literally, I get to talk to people on the internet and I somehow get paid. <laughs> it's so weird. You know what the best part of it is? I get to talk to people on the internet and they trust me. And when my attorney gave me that yellow paper that I made the other IGTV video about, it's, I'm in a bathing suit. You can go look it up. I need to just 
find the exact minute where I start talking so I can put that in the captions. Y'all can find it easier. But anyways, it's a lot of the same story tonight. Just I was not in this place. So if you want to see what it looks like to be not quite here yet, that's what that is. But I feel like that girl is really sad. And I am I look like I'm sad right now, but really I'm 100% relieved and confident and excited. And mm, you stupid girl. You know, when you get a DWI, you got to live with that for the rest of your life, right? Like it's always on your record. Anytime anybody ever looks you up, they're going to know. You can kind of avoid people finding out by not doing things where they would have to look that up. You could live your whole life and you could never, like somebody could never know, right? But with this kind of thing, you don't know who knows. You really don't. You don't know who knows when you walk in a room. You don't know. Have they heard anything about you before you got there? I know that feels, I felt like that every day. Oh, it said I used to hide. I did. I never wanted to get on the camera because I feel like if I can't be honest, I don't want to talk. But now there's nothing like the thing is when you ask me details and I answer them, there's no trouble for that because that is what happened to me. What was I thinking that I couldn't talk? I don't know. And when your voice box gets taken away like that, you you're like handing that power to someone else, you know, and like even though they didn't physically do anything to you mentally, they absolutely did. And you get to this point where you believe things that just aren't true. And I did, for sure. Oh, my God, I did. And then you think you're going nuts because you know better. When I used to say, I don't know why people want to listen to me. When I used to tell my the other person that. Like, yes, I do. I'm freaking funny. Are you kidding? My life is hilarious. This is freaking hilarious. I do know why you want to follow. I want to follow, too. If I, was, if I was me on the Internet, I would follow me, too. The moral of this message is I'm not... I'm going to work my business a little bit differently over the next several months. For sure, I have to because I got to do a lot of stuff during the day. So up to this point, I have done nothing. I haven't written down stuff. I haven't nothing. I just write my little journal every day. That's it. I guess since I am so black or white, I'm going to go from doing nothing to doing the most. And like I said, it's not something I want to do. This wasn't the way I wanted to go. Like I'd rather, I don't like conflict like this, but I cannot let what happened to me happened to anybody else and it will and it's more important for me to be able to tell you how I got through it I mean you're watching it right now we ain't through we are not through it we are most definitely still in said trenches but I see the light and it's not even like way far away like it used to be remember when I told you I remember the video that I made where I said, like, I do, I know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, but like, it just seems so far away. I remember I was literally in the bathroom when I said that to y'all. But if anything, this has taught us that the internet is not just a screen where you can reach other people. It isn't, it's actually real. It's so real that we can see what's happening on the other side of the country. Things that are so much bigger than these stupid things we're talking about right now, for sure. But on whatever scale your problem is, there are people that are sometimes just in a little box on your phone that can help you feel better. And I don't want the world to get so jaded about the internet that they think that it's just all horrible. And trust me, I'm the first one to say, I think we have way too many like freedoms with the internet. I hope, I pray to God that changes. And honestly, if I could be rich enough to teach everybody how marketing side of this works and to do what I want to do in Africa and to change the internet laws, like sign me up, we can do a trifecta. That would be great. So maybe we'll get there. But at the end of the day, like the internet is such a blessing too, because oh, I just cannot imagine without all the friendships that I have, like I've met the best people in the world through the screen. So why was I hiding from it? That is like my thing. Like I was talking to y'all about my life before people were getting paid to talk about their lives. Like I did it for fun and for free for a long time. Still do. 
and I freaking love it. It's my favorite thing. And so today when I told that lady that exact sentence, I love talking to my friends on the internet. It's like, I thought, oh my God, I need to tell them that I love talking to them on the internet. And I need to start talking to them on the internet again, because that is what makes my business run. It's what got me to where I am. It's what brings me the most joy. And you can enjoy things and they can also provide your living. Anyways, just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about what's going on. So it's going to be a little bit rough for me the next couple months. Uh, I'm going to try to show up as much as I can. I want you to encourage me and I'll encourage you. If you actually read through my highlights on Instagram, like listen to them, it'll tell you a lot of what's going on. Anyways, if you didn't see the video, go watch from the very beginning. Honestly, I will win when I know that in the future, somebody else like comes across this story and like it is a light bulb moment for them, you know? So for the people who don't have anybody to trust or have somebody and they don't know if they can trust them or mm, too much good has happened in my life for this to be overshadowing all of it. And I freaking got Inc. Magazine's 5,000 fastest growing companies in America two years in a row. And I don't care if it was 18 and 19, I did not have my party, I did not celebrate. And neither one of y'all helped me get that FYI. We were gonna have a party and we were gonna make her the prom queen at my party. Y'all all know that was true too. That's crazy, right? My God, please get me in front of a jury, please. I am in, I am in, I am in, let us go, I am in. This is the craziest story. I know it's the most wild thing, but it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. That's why I always thought, wow, I'm not that important. I don't have that many friends on the internet. <laughs> 10 years of being on the internet. It's crazy, not gonna lie. I feel like the poster child for crazy people but oh, for what happens when you don't have boundaries and you just let them all in I always thought it was weird too like they're so proud of how and one of them was like so proud of knowing all of our passwords like I've never been excited to know anybody's passwords I try to forget the passwords so they know oh, it's so weird God bless the people that have to come in the path of that and you just got to remember when your cheeks get flushed and your belly feels weird that's Jesus just want to say to those that that cannot tell their grandparents what's really happening right now. Shame on you. You know, one time Village Magazine asked me to do an interview, Voyage Magazine, and I sent them to my plus size model instead. And I would never say that because it might sound like I'm bragging, but I'm not. I didn't take the interview. I didn't want to. Not because I don't want to. I'll call them tomorrow and tell them they can write whatever they want about me now. I'll tell them all the things. But I was so, like, not in a good headspace. I didn't want to publicly talk about my life because I didn't want anybody going on the internet and saying anything. I don't say that's like brag, you know that. I'm just saying. Could have wrote a book with Forbes three different times. QVC invited us to their show. See? I just gotta go get all those things back and let them know I'm back home and I'm normal now. No longer not as sad as I was. You got sad, you get mad, and you get over it. And in this case, I'm gonna get sad, I'm gonna get mad, and I'm gonna win. So let's go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready. The beginning of this clip, she talks about that she's never had to lie to her dad and that one of our dads had to ask if we were ever a troll. She's referencing, I guess, a situation with H. I'm not really sure what exactly she's talking about because I don't have firsthand knowledge of this conversation, but that's what she's referencing. I'm assuming that this all transpired when she started telling H her campaign of lies about me, that there were these troll blogs. And so I'm assuming that that conversation transpired when her parents were 
talking to her about this, but I don't actually know for sure. But that's what she's talking about. She also admits multiple times that she records every single moment of her life and how it's come in so handy that she's been able to go back to her archives. And that's one of the things that was a little bit perplexing because she would say that she never talked about this on the internet before, but she had access to her own archive for her stories and her posts and things like that, that she could go back and find out that she did, in fact, talk about some of the things that there was commentary on on Gomi that she claimed she never talked about. She also says she knows the reason why for one of them that it's just for money, for insurance money. Once again, that's not the case. Attorneys just do that in the beginning of a lawsuit for a civil case. And she also says, absolutely not. No, never. Zero percent. My insurance company is not going to pay and I'm never going to pay. And she did stay true to that promise. As of the time of this recording, she has made no efforts whatsoever to pay her judgment, which that wasn't the point of this anyway. It was to get her to stop, which she never did. And so we did see it all the way to trial, but she doesn't respect that judgment or the law in any way. So she has not made any efforts to make any sort of payments whatsoever towards her judgment. She said that the people that she's been talking to for the last two days told her that this would have been over a long time ago if she would have fought back. And so now she's ready to fight back once again not really sure what she's referring to here. She was the defendant in a lawsuit. She has to provide a defense. And so seemingly she's talking about with law enforcement and making it sound like these people believe her, which she's trying to make go to her credibility. She says that people have been terrorizing her. And then she also talks about how, again, she's so thankful because she just talks about her life and she makes money. She has used this false and defamatory narrative to make money. She has once again, quite literally used this defamation for her own profit. And that's what's really unfortunate. So she's talking about how one of them has a motivation for money. There's only one party in this entire lawsuit that has made tons of money over this defamation. And it's her. It's not me. And it's just a little maddening to hear her talk about that. She also says the best part about talking to her internet friends is that they trust her. And so she admitted that also in her sworn deposition that she expects and hopes that people trust what she says and take it as fact. And so here earlier when she was trying to say, oh, everything that I've said before today or after today is just for entertainment purposes. Once again, that's not how this works. And she admits here that she expects her followers to believe what she says and to trust her. She also references the video that she had made on June 23rd of 2021 and tells people to go watch that and says she's going to tell them the exact minute that they can fast forward to and watch that video. So once again, she is on purpose trying to expand the reach and the views of all of her false and defamatory videos. She talks about how her voice box was taken away. This part is particularly maddening for me to watch because she does a lot of projecting and when she's talking about how her voice box was taken away, that she has never stopped talking about this. However, I remained silent for two years while she almost daily defamed me to thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of followers over and over and over again. So to hear her be emotional and get upset and talk about how her voice box was taken away, it just feels like a direct slap in the face because that's what happened to me, not to her. But she is trying to portray herself as a victim. She once again claims that she hasn't done anything up until this point. And so since she has done nothing that now she's going to start doing the most. Once again, there was no evidence turned over at trial. She presented no evidence at all of any of her claims. 
And this video was made on August 20th of 2021. Our trial did not happen until a year later. So a year from the time where she's talking about how she's going to do the most and do all of these things, nothing, absolutely nothing was done or turned over because once again, her only court that she cares about is her court of public opinion of her followers. And so all she cared about was the head pats and the encouragement that she was getting from her followers by just getting on these live videos and stories and spreading her lies. She also says that she wants to help change the internet laws. Once again, this is something I agree with her on. I do think that there should be further protections on the internet. It is becoming a trend for influencers to say that they are stalking victims and that they have been terrorized and harassed. And I can't speak to every single one of those scenarios, but I can speak to mine. And there was an influencer telling everyone that I was stalking and harassing her. And that was a blatant lie. And I sued her for defamation, but it has not stopped her. And so there needs to be some further penalty for that. But right now there's not. And that is something that I think should change as our society is not going to stop using social media anytime soon. The platforms for social media have only increased over the years. And so there needs to be some consequences because these people and these creators and influencers that develop these large followings can go on and just say whatever they want. And their followers believe them and can actually do harm to the people that they're talking about. And that's not okay either. She talks again about how talking on the internet is what makes her business run. Defamation for profit. That is what she is doing here. She knows that her videos and her likes and her views go up whenever she talks about this made up drama that she fabricated and perpetuated and she uses it to make money. She also says that she wants people to run across her story in the future so that they know how to handle a situation like this. And that's just showing she is making this public. She wants people to come across this. She wants it to be out there and she is trying to increase the reach on purpose. And then one of the final things she talks about is her ink party and how she had been on the ink 5000 list for America's fastest growing companies two years in a row and that she never had her party and that she was going to make me the prom queen of her party. And then she kind of grabs her face and her hands and says, oh my gosh, get me in front of a jury. And to this day, I just don't understand how any of that is relevant. And what's even more mind blowing are the comments from her followers that encourage her whenever she says things like this. I don't understand it. That doesn't have anything to do with anything, but she thinks that it's some smoking gun and even wants to talk to a jury about it. Some of the comments on this video, mind you, in this video, never not once did she ever say my name ever. She didn't say H's name, but she has told this story and furthered this narrative so that people know exactly who she is talking about. And so when people are commenting, she said, what should we have a coupon code? Well, someone commented crazy. And then someone else comments Captain Crazy. And that's something that she has said about me and called me that name before. And then someone else talks about serial extortionist. That's something that the commenters have talked about this whole time. So she didn't even have to say my name or H's name or even call me the old one or the young one or anything like that that she's done before. And her followers instantly know what she is talking about because she has carried on this narrative for at that point, not quite a year. I think she said 10 months, but they know exactly what she's talking about. One of her followers even said, OMG, please make this a Dateline special. This story is just so nuts. At one point, someone comments, why are they suing you? And the defendant says, 
you can figure it out by watching my highlights or stories daily. So not only does she know that people can easily find out what she's talking about, she is directing people to her highlights and her stories. And she even says daily. So that also contradicts when she says her voice has been taken away because she's admitting here that she talks about this daily. She says by herself, she says my stories daily. So with this video, she did embed it onto her website for some time. She even at the top of her website had a banner and said to download her app and to watch this video from the beginning. And as of right now, uh, to this day, if you go to her Instagram, to her videos, this video is still up. And as of the time of this podcast recording, it has 32.4 thousand views. And that's just this one video. She would go on to make a series of videos that we will review in the coming episodes, but just this one where she is rehashing all of her false and defamatory claims. It's still up today with 32,400 views. She uses this video and so many others to make money. She admitted it multiple times in this video. She has admitted it prior. And while free speech in America does cover you for a lot of things, but it does not cover defamation. And it certainly doesn't cover defamation for profit. Next time on False and Defamatory. It's a travesty of justice that I am in this position that I'm in. All I've said in the end was I don't want to write anything down. I just want to talk to a jury. But the proving thing, that is the crazy thing. And that is what for so long has like been my resistance. Like, you know, in your head, something's happening, but how do you prove it? It doesn't matter. Like, I don't need to write anything down. Let's just hurry up and get to the date so I can tell all the things. So apparently that's not how it works in the freaking legal system, which is ridiculous. This is what's happening. So logically it's the truth because people can hear it. You can instruct the jury to not take that into consideration, but they heard it, they heard it. You know what I mean? That is what's disturbing about this entire thing. She is admitting here that she doesn't have any proof, but having to actually prove it is a hindrance. I'll tell you about the 89 pages that I get in the mail asking me to retract something. No, never, literally never happening. So keep racking up the bills. It's never happening. And you can't stop me from talking because if you can talk about me and all of your lies, I can tell the truth about you. Okay, that's how it works. That's called America. It's called freedom of speech. We are months and months and months past the verdict. She is still telling the same false and defamatory narrative that she started and perpetuated in November of 2020. And I just want you to know that everybody, everybody truly knows. They do. So when you walk in that nail salon and you look around and you're like, oh my God, did they know? Did they know what I did? When you go to Sam's Club or Costco is really much. When you go to Costco and you see that girl with a logo medallion on her shirt and it makes you feel weird in your stomach, like, oh my God, does she know what I did? She knows. And she doesn't like it either. She wouldn't still be wearing that shirt right now if she liked what you did. I would never wish that on anybody, but I wish that on you. She wanted me to be in fear to go in public. She wanted me to be afraid that someone might come up to me and say things about me. She has quite literally been lying about me on the internet for now over two years. And she has been allowed to do that across the meta platforms of Instagram and Facebook. And many of her defamatory videos and statements are still active on her social media accounts as of this day. When you make a statement, you have to have concrete proof of that statement at the time that you are making that statement. She's right. 
A logical person would not continue making these statements. A logical person wouldn't make any statements about an active lawsuit. That's one of them narcissist people. They think like they're above everything. The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could ask accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon, where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening. All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-678-20 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.